Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody um so i'm literally packing up my hotel room as we speak and uh, getting ready to head back home to pennsylvania um i had tried a bunch of different methods for how i was going to do updates at fantastic fest but the issue was that on wednesday i started to develop tonsillitis uh so when i got here on friday i could barely talk and uh, you'll hear that in the interview that will come out in October for uh, an evening with Beverly Loughlin. Um, I, I have barely, like, my, my speech is definitely very different. And you may have even noticed it in a few of the other interviews that have dropped throughout this week. But I wanted to really summarize this trip because I think that this is a trip that I will happily have again and again and again. I really enjoyed the whole vibe of Fantastic Fest, and it's um, just a, a cool spot. Uh, so there's going to be a couple little moments where I'll pause and add in stuff that I had recorded er, later on during the trip, but um, bear with me as I go through this. So I arrived Friday very early, actually. I arrived at 11 a.m. Uh, in Austin, Texas, and I took a lift to the hotel, but I wasn't able to actually check into my room until 2, which was fine because I had an interview at 1. So I got here, and I dropped off my bags, I charged up my phone a little bit, and then I ordered a lift. I went and I interviewed the director of Beverly Loughlin, and then as soon as that was done, I got some food at Shake Shack with Katie, who you'll hear later on in the episode, and I took another lift back to... Uh, the hotel room, and I attempted to sleep for a couple hours. Uh, was not very successful, uh, to be honest. And then I went and I checked out Cam. Um, and you heard the interview about Cam. That movie, I, I 
speak so high. It's definitely in my top three. It's a really fantastic movie, and it's absolutely worth your time when it drops on Netflix in November. And then I went and kind of mingled, but I didn't talk to too many people again because my, my throat was just beyond shredded. And then finally went and saw You Might Be the Killer, which didn't start until 12.15 at night. Um, and it was... It was a struggle uh, just to stay awake just because I was so tired. I had been awake since 3.30 a.m. Uh, East Coast time. And, you know, I've showered praise on on that movie in the short, uh, the, the bloody ballad of Squirt Reynolds that came uh, right before the movie. So if you haven't had an opportunity to watch, uh, to listen to either one of those interviews yet, uh, you must, you have to. You have to do it. So... I came home, I went to bed, you know, I really had no desire to talk to anybody. Uh, I woke up feeling a little bit better. I was maybe about 50% and it was a very, very busy day that was ahead of me. Uh, probably the busiest of the, no, not even probably. It was the busiest of the, of the day that I was here. So I went to uh, an 11 a.m. screening uh, of the, uh, Madame Yokolova's Fine Literature Club, uh, which you'll hear an interview with uh, Emilio, the director, later on. And that film is an Israeli uh, horror romance fantasy film. It's it's very interesting. It's very different. It's not 100% my type of movie, but I was captivated by it. I definitely uh, would be interested to see it again. It was the, actually the only foreign film, as I'm looking at this list, the only foreign film that I saw. Um when that was done, I immediately had a bunch of different interviews scheduled. Uh, I had to interview the director of a movie called Piercing, uh, which comes out in December. And you'll hear uh, a clip of that interview. I'll put it, I'll put it in now. I, I'm going to – so you're going to hear me say that I'm going to put it in uh, later on in this episode with a different segment that I play that I recorded earlier, but – Ignore that. Uh, so here's just a, a little snippet of my interview for Piercing. Um, the full interview will drop uh, in early December. I'm sure you're not totally familiar with with a Small Potatoes podcast like Horror Movie Night, but one of our bigger focuses is talking about the So Bad It's Good films that we all loved as kids. This is not a So Bad It's Good movie. It's just a good movie. But we all have a secret. What's your secret, like, so bad it's good film that you love? Oh, there's probably, there's so many. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of, like, something that's, like, awful for you. <laughs> um, I mean, like, as a kid, I got a real kick out of Killer Count. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I feel like everyone of like our age group was just that was that movie that you called on TV and was like, "What is? You can make movies like yeah. this?" Santa Claus versus the Martians, <laughs> too. Um, uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, like that sort of um, really grindhousey. Like, let's just smash two ideas together, <laughs> and Santa Claus is gonna fight Martians and. Um, I used to get the DVDs in the supermarket and they would come with like three terrible movies on them and it would be like five bucks and um, and the movies are awful, but there's such a charm to them. You know, a lot of the sci-fi stuff of like the 50s and 60s too, like Invaders from Mars, you can literally see zippers on the back of the aliens' <laughs> costumes. 
But there was like a charm and a magic to watching like people trying to upend genre, trying to do something that's like crazier than the last thing you saw. And, um, and I think I've actually taken a lot of inspiration from a, a lot of movies that I would say are probably so bad that they're good. Um, so I watched that at 9 a.m. in my hotel room uh, before coming to see uh, Madame Yankalova's uh, Fine Literature Club. So I did that interview, and then I had uh, scheduled out some time to sit down with the guys who did uh, You Might Be the Killer. So I, I grabbed them, and we went and we did our interview uh, that you guys have heard. And then after that, I did the interview with the people behind the movie Cam. Like I said, it was it was nonstop. I wasn't not sitting and talking with somebody at any given moment. And then basically just as the Cam interview wrapped up, I went down and I checked out Lady World. And you heard my interview with uh, Amanda Kramer by now. And, you know, the movie was great. It was really great. And then the theater got super crowded at this point. For the most part, Fantastic Fest is a is a pretty chill atmosphere um, with just the the attendance numbers and, and everything. But uh, the, the 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 whole whole area was just packed because the Overlord premiere was about to happen. So I went and I saw Overlord. We don't have any interview for this segment. So um, Overlord is really good. It's not great, but it's it's really good and. Um, it is what you expect it to be, sort of. I was kind of taken aback that it was so heavy on the war film aspect. Uh, it's, you know, I, I thought that it would be 50% war movie, 50% horror film, but it's it's definitely more like 75% war movie. But it's a very well-made movie. It's a, it's a well-made movie. It, the action is fantastic. The gore is great. The creature effects are fantastic. It just didn't go as far as I thought it would go. Uh, I, I wanted a little bit more from how excited I was to see it, but it's you know it's something that I will definitely own. I, I would happily have it in my DVD collection, and maybe every once in a while I would pop it in. But it's definitely you know it's not going to be in my top ten of the year. But I think you should see it. Like if you you've been interested in seeing it, it's definitely worth seeing. If it didn't look like it was your type of movie, you might actually end up liking it. But totally your discretion on that. After Overlord let out, it was packed again because everyone was getting their pictures and their meet and greets. And uh, this was where the the real like magic of Fantastic Fest kind of manifested itself. I'm standing out there and I bump into Jason Trost of the FP2, and we had planned to do an interview, which which has uh, probably been released by now. Maybe not. That will be if it hasn't been released yet. It's coming soon. Um, and we just started talking. It was the first time I ever got to talk to him face to face. And he was just a really cool guy. And I was excited because their premiere was coming up in a couple, like in about an hour, probably by the time I got out of Overlord. And, uh, I turned around and I saw everyone from cam was standing behind me. And, uh, it was Isa who, who said, Oh my God, thank you so much for the interview. I had a really great time. We started talking a little bit more in depth about, you know, what my experiences were being a, a personal assistant to a, to a porn star slash cam girl. And, you know, just she was really chill. And then we started talk. I started talking to Madeline and uh, Madeline was just such a down to earth, fun person. We were talking about horror and it turns out she grew up not too far from me and 
she's she's a great person. So if you haven't already gotten on the the Madeline Brewer train, as far as just like really wanting to support and see her grow as a as an actress and and grow uh, in just the public eye, um, she's she you should be supporting her. She's definitely one of the most down to earth, cool people, and she let me know about a bus ride that was going to be happening to see the gas station from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original uh, gas station. So I I thank her for that because that was a really cool experience. I actually got to go see that the following day. Um, But before that, I went and saw the FP2, and it was just such a – I mean, certain movies really work with a crowd, and the FP2, Beats of Rage, is one of those movies. It was such a – just everyone was so excited to see the movie, and that really – did wonders and then you know that movie let out and again i was pretty much ready for bed at that point so i i went to bed i i had maybe gotten to about 60 percent at that point um there was an ice cream place like not far at all called lick where we did uh the you might be the killer interview and we actually did the fp2 interview there as well but that was where i sat down and uh they had a honey vanilla ice cream and it was exactly what i needed for my throat and i think that really helped me more than anything. So uh, special thanks to the people at Lick. Um, real quick, though, I did take some time. There was a little bit of downtime where I was able to sit down with Katie, and we were able to uh, talk about what movie she had seen. So I'm going to drop that right here. All right, guys, so it's a little windy out here, but I'm sitting here with Katie, who you definitely remember from the In Theaters Now episodes that we've done of this podcast. Uh, I just wanted to kind of get a quick vibe of her fantastic fest experiences along with mine because uh, she's been here a little bit longer than me and has definitely seen more movies than me so uh katie tell us about the first couple nights that you've done here so far the first couple nights um i'll start off with thursday night uh which the very first movie showing was halloween and so just the vibe with that with jamie lee curtis and Danny mcbride and everyone being here for it and jason bloom it was just beyond amazing and then everything else that happened after that all the other movies are really good foreign movies um the perfection played with allison williams from get out and girls and that was phenomenal as well and um last night a couple of good movies as well a lot of really really good foreign movies that have blown me away over the big name movies um except for apostle apostle is really good as well and just like the um energy of the festival is really neat of all the different types of people here from all over the world uh, premiering their movies, world premieres, U.S. premieres, Texas premieres. It's all over the place, but there's a lot of people here from all over the place, and it's really cool just to be around all different types of strokes. Uh, what so far has been your favorite of the films that you've seen thus far? Mm, so, obviously, I would say Halloween, <laughs> just for the fact of it, but other than that, uh, Apostle's really good. Dan Stevens literally blew it out of the water like usual. Michael Sheen's amazing in it as well. Um, but also, uh, The Unthinkable is a foreign film, and that honestly is the one film um, for the past, I think it's day three now, yeah. uh, that's blow- like I like, can't stop thinking about it. It's the number one movie in my mind. So you can't stop thinking about The Unthinkable. <laughs> Not intended, promise. <laughs> I haven't been disappointed by anything that I've seen. Uh, I mean, you know that I've been kind of running at about 50%, if if that. But uh, I've been feeling good today. This the first day it's felt semi-decent so far. Um, yeah, so what's on, the, what's on the docket for the second half of the day? 
The second half of today is going to be um, Hold the Dark is up next, um, where we're about to go ahead into as well. Um, and then after that, the world premiere of Overlord, which I am super excited about. That's probably one of the biggest films here that I'm excited about other than Halloween. Um, Bad Times at the El Royale, Apostle, and Mid-90s. Uh, that's probably one of the other ones I'm like most excited to see. And I really hope that it lives up to the hype because it looks fucking wild. We'll probably record something because we're both. That's one of the only movies that both of us are seeing. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm seeing Bloodline later tonight. This Sean William Scott movie, and I think he's here. I don't know. I, I've I heard like that. That's controversial. Like people don't know if he showed up or not. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it was on there or not. But I mean, I could definitely see him just not showing up <laughs> when he's expected to. So wouldn't be surprised. So the final day, uh, I woke up and I immediately showered and I get, grabbed some quick breakfast downstairs and, and took uh, an Uber to the the Alamo Draft House and we went to the barbecue joint and it was really cool just talking to different people. I met uh, a woman who has a exorcism romance screenplay that just got optioned, which I'm very curious to see what comes of that. And then on the ride home, I met a fantastic um, smart female director who's doing these great shorts. She did a short called Hair that came out uh, just this year, and it's it's beautiful. And her editing style is phenomenal. Her and I have been talking back and forth ever since because I I just think that she's got a great visual mind, and, and I wanted to know more about that. Uh, and I immediately rushed up, and I did my interview uh, with the people behind Standoff at Sparrow Creek, which uh, will be dropping soon, as well as the Madame Lufflin uh, Fine Literature Club interview, which, again, will be dropping. And then, just as those interviews wrapped up, uh, I had one more interview left to do, but I had about... 25 minutes of downtime between them. So instead of doing the normal thing, which was relaxing, I uh, scheduled the interview that we released with the people who did a uh, bloody ballad of Squirt Reynolds. So I sat down and talked with them. That's why that interview is so short was I was really, you know, we had a very small time frame to squeeze it in. And then I ran upstairs for the Amanda Kramer interview, which you guys have heard. Then I went to the secret screening and it turned out to be Suspiria. And everyone seems to want to know what my opinion of Suspiria was. And it's unfortunately very similar to how I felt about Overlord. It was very good, not great. Um, I, I think that there's, it is one of the most visually stunning films I've seen in, in many, many years. But all in all, the movie just didn't really fully work for me. But it's fine. It, it's going to be a movie that people love. It is... One, it has some of the most uncomfortable death scenes I've ever seen in a movie. So some of you gorehounds are going to be in love with with some of the violence that happens in this movie. Uh, but it is also two and a half hours long. Um, it moves. It doesn't feel like two and a half hours long, but still, it's a long time to be sitting in a theater uh, where you really don't even want to get up to go to the bathroom. Um, you you know you can't. Alamo Draft House is great, but it makes you almost anxious about making noise, and two and a half hours is a long time to just sit silently watching something. But it is a visually phenomenal movie. I would say it's on par with uh, the original Suspiria, and if you're a fan of Hereditary, you're going to be a fan of this. If you hated Hereditary, you're going to hate this. But it it is a it's a good movie. I just wish that they could cut maybe twenty minutes off of the film's runtime. Um, I think it would improve the movie greatly. And then 
I did my interview with JTRO, which again, may or may not have dropped already. And then I've watched the last film of Fantastic Fest. And the last film that I watched, for me anyway, and the last film that I watched was I Used to Be Normal, uh, a boy band fangirl story. And it is so beautiful. It is, if, if Won't You Be My Neighbor didn't come out this year, it would be my favorite documentary of 2018 by a long shot. Uh, I was also treated to a delightful uh, documentary short called My Name is Mark and You Can Count on That uh, about a weird... N- uh, salesman in Ohio who did a bunch of commercials uh, for something called Norton Furniture. Uh, I don't know when this will be available. I want to track down who directed it because I just think that they they, they have a great uh, sense of humor with the way that it was presented. It's one of those docs that you're definitely going to want to show your friends. I went online and watched a bunch of these commercials on YouTube. Scott's familiar with these commercials being that he's from Ohio. Uh, I had never seen them before, but just a great doc. This was a great experience. I My only regret was that I was sick for a pretty big chunk of it, but I really wouldn't have changed anything. I got to meet a lot of people. I got to become friends with a lot of great creative people, and I definitely hope that we get to work together with more of those people in the future. But that's that's basically my Fantastic Fest. I hope that if you've ever been curious about it, you one day get to come because it is a really great time. Um, I hope you didn't mind that we blew up your... Uh, RSS feed for a full week but uh, I literally have to check out of this hotel in the next 10 minutes so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up and finish packing up my bags Uh, we'll be back very soon with a regular episode and uh, you know probably back to just one to two episodes a week for a while because I'm very tired of talking but thank you guys for all the support and uh, I, I appreciate everything that you've done for us because it allows me to have these experiences Geekscape Network.